Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily as we keep you up to date on the latest developments in the global automotive industry. Back in March, Chrysler fired a UAW worker because he publicly protested the new work schedule at one of the company's stamping plants and he blabbed about the production status there. Well, Chrysler just quietly hired him back. Of course, anyone who watches AutoLine this week knew it was coming. When we had UAW President Bob King on the show, we asked him about this very situation. He pretty much told us the guy was getting his job back. I'll also say this. I've got a lot of respect for Chrysler. We work very well with Chrysler. And that member never, ever should have been suspended. I don't agree with that, but we'll work that out. Chrysler's a good company. We're having discussions about that now. We feel very, very strongly that was his right. And he was protesting us, but we're saying he's got a right to protest us. That's America. Was that the reason, though? Because there was other uh, information coming out of people in the plant sharing quality problems. You know, and I don't want to get into all the details of it because, again, we have a very solid relationship. We haven't had a problem come up in Chrysler that somehow mutually we haven't been able to find a resolution that works both for the company and for the union. I'm very confident in this situation. We'll find a way uh, to resolve the issue. We, it's, it's a good example of something that we disagree on, but we're not letting that destroy the relationship. We, we work together every day. Speaking of Chrysler, it's going to drop the Dodge Avenger, according to the Detroit Free Press. If you ask me, that's kind of a risky move because it is the best-selling model in the Dodge lineup. In its place, the company is going to move production of the Dodge Journey out of Mexico to the plant in Sterling Heights, Michigan, where the Avenger was made. That plant is also home to the Chrysler 200. The Journey will be redesigned to go on the Alfa Romeo Giulietta platform, as will the upcoming Chrysler 200. And of course, the Dodge Dart is based on that platform already. Insiders say the new Chrysler 200 is the most dramatically styled car to come out of the company in a long time. Is BMW looking at moving more upscale? At the 2013 Concorso de Eleganza Villa de Este, BMW and Pininfarina unveiled a special one-off vehicle called the Gran Luso Coupe. This long, sleek-looking car is the interpretation of a BMW coupe seen through the eyes of Pininfarina. And looking at the front end, they must be big fans of Shark Week on the Discovery Channel. The four-seater's interior is wrapped in premium Italian leather and even features wood trim that's been aged for thousands of years. While there aren't plans to sell it at the moment, Ward's Auto reports that the company would consider it if, if research showed they could find 5,000 buyers who are willing to pay 200,000 euros. A few years back, we showed you a walking assist device that Honda developed for physical therapy patients. Now the company is leasing 100 of these devices to hospitals in Japan for rehab patients, and they're doing it to get real-world feedback. It helps users walk with a computer that activates motors based on hip angle sensors. 
The device weighs about six pounds and is powered by a lithium-ion battery that lasts about 60 minutes per charge. Well, we've seen the Chevy Silverado and its high country variant. Now it's GMC's turn. This is the 2014 GMC Sierra Denali. While mechanically no different from the Silverado, the Sierra Denali does have much more contemporary styling. Unlike the new Silverado, there's no mistaking the new Denali with the old one. You know, I think the Silverado is a great truck, but why they styled it so closely to the old one is a puzzle to me. My bet is that on a percentage basis, the new Denali Sierra will do better than the new Silverado. Hey, coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Proven on the track and on roads around the world, Borg Warner turbochargers improve fuel economy and reduce emissions without sacrificing performance. Borg Warner, official turbocharger supplier to the IZOD IndyCar Series. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Pedro Fernandez saw AutoLine this week where the topic was about making vehicles lighter and he had this reaction to Carla Bello, the head of product planning for Nissan in the Americas. The Nissan lady and others speak of the need for lighter cars, but in actuality, they're all getting heavier and bigger. When are we going to start seeing these so-called lighter vehicles? Well, Pedro, it is actually starting to happen. For example, I believe the new Nissan Altima is the lightest car in its class. But to your point, we're not going to see dramatic reductions in weight reduction until 2017 or so. That's when the fuel economy standards really start to ramp up. And that's when new car prices are going to start ramping up too, because those lightweight materials are going to add a lot of cost. Fatboy19831, was impressed by Carla Bello. Nice to see women that are at the top of their field in the automotive world. As an industry, we're getting there, fat boy, slowly, but we are getting there. Revamped wants to know, is Chevy still going to make a Colorado diesel for the U.S. market? Well, when we had Mike Segrist on AutoLine After Hours last week talking about the Chevy Cruze diesel, we asked him about that kind of application. All he would say is, he cannot talk about future product. And that suggests to me that a Colorado diesel is part of that future product. Ghost Jerker wants to know why Porsche would price the new 918 at $845,000. Why not round the price up to $918,000, he says, consistent with its 918 units, 918 release date, and round the horsepower up to 918 while you're at it. Hey, listen up, Porsche. I think Ghost is on to something. And I'm sure they'd still sell out, even if you raise the price by $73,000. Todd T. has some interesting insight on that report we covered from the website 24-7 Wall Street, which predicted that Mitsubishi, Volvo, and Road and & Track would go out of business in the American market. You should know the moron running 24-7 Wall Street is also the one that predicted Kia would leave the market a few years ago. It was what caused the dismissal of a great PR guy from Kia. This guy only cares about making sensational headlines. I, for one, would be sincerely grateful if you didn't help him. Todd, thanks for that input. We will never repeat anything from that website again. I promise you. Wayne had this to say about Ford's announcement. It will stop manufacturing in Australia. Sad to hear the news. 
we in this part of the world will miss Ford, and of course it may also mean that Holden will follow soon after leaving a big hole in the employment and economy of Australia. We will still be able to buy imported models, but the cost will be so much more, not only in dollar terms. We agree, Wayne. It's the end of an era and sad to see. However, I'm not so pessimistic about Holden because it manages to export a good part of its production and that gives it the economy of scale to be profitable. Ford never really exported cars like Holden does. Say, thanks for all your letters and comments. We truly do like reading them all. Hey, before I go, I want to remind you that our guest on Autoline After Hours tomorrow night is Jeff Owens, the Chief Technology Officer at Delphi, and he's got some interesting technology to talk about. So if you have questions about the kind of technology automakers are working on, tomorrow night is your chance to ask them. But that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.